Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Steve Gilbert. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show, presented by Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning and Plumbing, a service experts company, a nine-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, four-time winner of the Top Choice Award, and three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars. We thank you for listening today. Hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information about your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. But we'd love you to be part of the show, so send your questions in to peter.inch at serviceexperts.com, and you can listen for your the answer to your question next week on the Inch by Inch, the Ultimate Home Comfort Show. Glad to be here today, Steve. There, changed it up a little bit for you. Well, I'm just telling you more about the intro, all the other stuff that you say. Just, yeah, that's, that's a big plot. Thank you. So we, we went for a drive last Sunday, decided we would drive up to Godridge and Kincardine and Lucknow and all over Ripley. Where else did we go? Uh, we were up there a long way. Godridge, Ripley, Kincardine. Uh, some beach. What was that beach place called? Oh. Anyways, we drove around, and when we were driving around, we were listening to the 70s on 7. So our music today is from our trip up to Godridge. Great. You didn't really agree with all the choices. I didn't like any of them. <laughs> but that's where the music's coming from. Okay. And that was when you told me you didn't like my intro. Exactly. So I'm going to throw a challenge up to you. Okay. I want you to rewrite the intro. You won't like it. <laughs> well, I didn't say I'd like it. And we will redo it next week. I will try your intro. Okay? Got one week to rewrite an intro for you. Yep. And and email it to me so I could get it in my script that I have, you know, and practice it because, you know, the other one, I can do it with my eyes closed. I know. Uh, it was Lurkin Beach. Lurkin. Yes. Lurkin. And we're 1,098. Likes on Facebook. Did we move? One. Okay. We'll just move one every week. Okay. 52. We're going to get there. You have to tell me because I really I really don't know, right? Now, we have a special guest here with us today. Right. After you made all those comments, I thought I'd better invite in a special guest. <laughs> we got Chris Newman, president and CEO of Security One, and we're going to talk a little bit about a partnership that we got going between Security One and Roy Imp. So welcome, Chris. Yeah, thanks for having me here. Uh, you can hear the little banter that goes back and forth. We have to deal with a little bit of curling just before we get into all the questions. But uh, So I pulled out last week's uh, pick, Steve. So for the uh, world... Changing your picks now? No, for the world mixed doubles, uh, you had picked Canada... Scotland and Sweden. I'm doing good. So are they doing okay? Yes, you better believe it. They are, yes. And I picked Canada, Russia. Oops. <laughs> and the United States. Oops. Yeah. And then I threw in, after we were off the air, Hungary. Oops. Yeah. So you're doing a little better, but we'll, we still got a few days to go. And you even did research and still picked those teams. That's what amazes me, yes. Well, only on Hungary. That's why I threw Hungary in there. I thought that was better than the Russians. You're, you're, you're really going down in flames on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I may get fired. You know, never be part of curling Canada ever again after this. But, but Canada's still there. Both of us are doing well. 
Okay. Well, yes, at least you've got Canada in your pick. That's good. So a few weeks ago, Chris and myself and Residio mm -hmm. got together to talk about how could the two of us work together, Security One and Roy Inch and Sons. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about Security One? Sure. Yeah, so Security One uh, started in 1978, uh, so it's been around for quite a few years. Uh, we own and operate our own monitoring station uh, in Leamington, Ontario. So we protect uh, businesses and homes, anything from a, a two-bedroom bungalow all the way up to a million-square-foot you know, cannabis facility, which you know, requires, obviously, some of the highest security uh, uh, in Ontario. Um, and uh, primarily uh, sell alarm systems, camera systems, and uh, most recently these leak detection systems, which we'll, we'll talk about, yeah. I'm sure, uh, throughout the program. And that's, and that's where we kind of started to get tied in. Mm -hmm. Steve and I have talked about leak detection, but we really didn't have anything. I mean, we had uh, what I'll call the Honeywell rope, yeah. but I'm not at home. Exactly. <laughs> so it's beeping there's, and yeah. there's nobody there. My dog's swimming in water, but I can't hear it. To how can we change that? And, and you know, I said, and you brought it up to me, I said, well, you know, I've, I've got my dog. And you said, well, what if you're not there for your dog? Exactly. You know, how would you be if your dog passed away? And I went, hmm, yeah, good point. Exactly. CO, you know, I could have walked out of the house, come to work, I'd start feeling fine. But uh, Tundra, you know, it'd be a little tear in my eye, Steve, if we could, didn't have Tundra there. It just occurred to me, and you're probably not going to like this, it just occurred to me that you, and Jessica gets this honestly, by honestly, because you and houses and water don't go well together. Because, you know, the day that you took the ice ring apart and it decided to come, the water actually came into the house because it came into that back window. <laughs> and so then, and now Jessica with the, with, yeah, so you really need this. Yeah. You need some sort of water detection when you're in. Yeah. And the first house I bought yeah. on eBay, I moved in. Well, I didn't move it. I bought the house, and I had 30 days to get it fixed up before I had to be out of uh, Dad's rental property that he was kicking me out of, so I had to get out of that. I painted the floor. You know, you remember we the yeah. London shop had that nice, what color would you call it? Kind of a orangey, light orangey color? Yeah. So I painted the whole floor, you know, went, slept at the other place, come back, open the door, look down and go, is that ever shiny? That looks great. <laughs> and then I stepped down and I was in uh, two inches of water because wow. the water heater decided to break. So now I got a new floor that has water all over it that everything's feeling. So I have had lots of water problems. Yeah, it my... kind of follows you around. Yeah, so that's why this was important. And then I think my daughter is up to $33,000 of damage. It keeps growing. It does. <laughs> because, it, oh, this is wrecked. Oh, that's wrecked. Oh, this is wrecked. So and I have to be careful because I walk in and start laughing. And like, you know, only could happen to you, but she's not taking it as that humor. So. Well, she'll laugh about it someday. Yeah, that's right. When it's all fixed up and everything's done. And so is this going to be like a early Christmas present for her? It's going to be wrapped up in a little box. Water detection. Yes, it is. Because now she sees the importance of it. Before, I don't need that. Mm -hmm. you know. then I, have to, I do have to ask you, Chris, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but do you also monitor um, 
water flow coming into the house right, at, right where it comes in, yeah, there, there's an option for that. Um, so it can be either something that's more of just a, a reactive um, waters on the ground, and yeah. we're going to catch it early, yeah. or it can be something a little more proactive where we're actually monitoring water levels, and if, uh, because the alarm system knows you're not home, right. technically water shouldn't be flowing. shouldn't be running at all. shouldn't yeah. be running at all. So at that point, has the intelligence to say, hey, it's running for X period, you're not home, shut off the water to the, to the house. And at that shut point, shut water off to the house, it'll actually shut off the main water. <coughs> so, cool. And I've seen it work uh, in, you know, uh, in real life uh, at my parents' house, I was, uh, I was sitting, uh, and they had uh, 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 the water alarm was kind of going off in the basement, went down, so what the heck's going on? If the shower's not working, can't run any dishes, so I went downstairs, you know, reset it, and as soon as I did that, water started coming right out of the basement, so I quickly turned it back on and killed the water, so... Again, that would have, that would have been a fifty plus thousand dollars insurance claim. Yes, and that and that's you know that's what we we want to talk a lot about today's show is how we can save people these huge expensive claims. Exactly, we see it. You know, putting in a new water heater and they're all upset, mm-hmm. and you're looking around and the floors tear up and the carpets tore up and everything's tore up and you're yeah. just thinking if you only had this, exactly, it would shut it off. So in, in Jesse's case, they went to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would have. That would have shut the water off. So they would have had a little damage that Not came out of, but it wouldn't have been thirty-three thousand dollars for, for sure. And, and insurance companies. I know. Actually, we talked to some customers and say, "Well, if that happens, you know, that's what insurance is for." But you know, insurance companies are getting a little bit more stern on in terms of strict in terms of what they're covering, what they're not, and. I believe in certain postal codes now, they're just not offering coverage for right. for water backup. So, kind of like when you decided when we were up uh, last week and and uh, we we're looking maybe for a place to stay for the summer, and uh, you wanted to put me or us or whoever goes up there in a trailer on a floodplain. Yeah. Well, we just got to wait a couple of weeks till the water <laughs> level drops down, and then we're good. You know, <laughs> we're not going to have any floods. Right. Yeah. <laughs> just make sure you park. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. Yeah. Just park that car, the company car, up on the oh, high oh, spot. Yeah, yeah. Don't park it down low. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyways, well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we uh, come back, we'll listen to some King Carton songs from our trip up to King Carton. So we'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back. That was Donna Summer Hot Stuff. What are you laughing at, Steve? Well, disco, that was a good song. Yeah, but people could have just seen you in the car when this song was playing. That's what's funny. Yeah. And the, but it was hot stuff this week. It's been a hot week. It's been a very hot week. Uh, phones are ringing. We're, you guys are selling air conditioners, so things are starting to move forward. They are. Now, what happens if a drain plugs on an air conditioner? A drain plugs, uh, it makes water, a lot of water actually. The hotter it is, the more water it makes. And so if the drain's plugged or if your if your condensate pump's not working and unplugs or whatever, or just or something happens, that water's going on the floor. And you it could easily be five, six, ten gallons of water in a day? Easy. Ten gallons of water in a day. So if you picture that, so in your what do you have that would help eliminate 
you know, or warn us if that happened we're sitting at work. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, we have these flood sensors that will basically go right on the floor, so you want to put them as close as possible to wherever you think there's going to potentially be an issue. So your hot water tanks, you know, dishwashers, toilets, you know, bathrooms. And ultimately, as soon as water is detected, we get a live uh, alert into our monitoring station. We can contact you. We can contact, you know, uh, a neighbor, whoever you have on your responder list, and get out there to rectify it as soon as possible. Um, as I mentioned even before, we even put pro more proactive systems that allow you to just kill the water right to your house. So that'll just, you know, save, it'll provide a lot of peace of mind. Interesting. So, you know, I would think, you know, there is, but, you know, you can't kill the power to the house to turn the air conditioner off because he wouldn't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> he would just let the water flow. It's nice and cool, but it's wet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, with... You know, when we were in the appliance business, dishwashers and fridges yeah. were the biggest ones in the kitchen that would cause a flood. For sure. Sometimes, uh, you know, the uh, and that happened at my new place. The pipe to the sink underneath the drain pipe came apart. Yeah. And I didn't realize that I had my shoes on until it got up high <laughs> enough that it went, why is my socks wet? <laughs> so I've had a leak at every house I've been in. But also, not only think of that now, too, though, now... All the new dryers have water hookups to them right. because they're on a steam cycle. Exactly. So not only does your washing machine not have the potential, but your dryer has the potential to leak as well. Yeah. You bought one of those fancy ones with the steam? Of course. <laughs> I'm still the old school steam. <laughs> yeah. Because you iron your stuff. Yeah, that's I, right. I don't iron. I take mine out just so I don't have to iron. And there is a little water drippage from an iron, too. So you get water everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere in your whole house, you know, you can get it in a, a bathtub, you know, anywhere. So there's opportunities to kill the home mm -hmm. water supply. Right. Opportunities to at least warn you or yeah. tell you if you didn't want to kill the water supply. Exactly. You know, coming home to, uh, you know, immediately and finding a, a small puddle to clean up is a lot better than walking into a basement with three feet of water. Right. Right. Yeah. And you didn't want it in versus No. Yeah. <laughs> now, one of our... You know, we talk a lot about it. We've had um, the Hawking's Gadot uh, Foundation on our show to talk about carbon monoxide poisoning, right. why it's so important. But you also can monitor that exactly. at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, carbon monoxide is uh, one of the probably most important sensors we can put in a home. Because, you know, as you know, you can't smell it, you can't taste it. It's this mysterious gas. And, you know, I'll tell a quick story here. My, uh, my dentist... Uh, had a, an incident where his wife was home, heard a carbon monoxide alarm going off in the basement, and for whatever reason, she just thought, you know what, but today I'm, I'm just, I'm a little worried about this, I'm just gonna call the fire department. And so they came in with their, you know, magic wand, they went down into the basement, and they said the levels were so high that if you would've went down there, you wouldn't have come back up. So again, just having the, that noise itself, if it's not being monitored by anyone, right. that could be very deadly. So um, ultimately, we monitor it, so we'll be at least aware that hey, if there is an issue in the home and it did, you know, potentially, you know, make someone go unconscious, we'd be able to send the paramedics to the fire department. Or if you're not at home, we're able to give you a call. Hey, before Peter, before you walk back in your house full of carbon monoxide, there's an issue here. We've already taken care of it. Right. Or, or in my case, you're calling me and I'm saying, "Chief, my dog's at home." Yeah. You know, I need to get home and, exactly. and you know, call the fire department on the way and yeah. get there and get it out. Yeah, as smart as your dog is, it's not smart enough to call the fire department. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they'd probably say, this is a really good sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
but it you know that it's more and more and we're seeing it more and more matter of fact this week we had a call the hydro went out hydro came back on and she phoned to say her ecobee was alarming and i went our ecobee doesn't have an alarm it doesn't sound it doesn't beep so there is something else in your home that's beeping here. Could be a CO detector. Could be you yeah. need to get out of the house or you need to find that. But it is not the thermostat exactly. that's making all the noise. Mm-hmm. So, and, and when I hung up, I thought, is this CO? You know, should I send a guy over just to make sure it's not carbon monoxide? And exactly. and you you know, and you're going, why? Well, it's it's summer. You know, they wouldn't run the furnace, but that water heater is running. Yeah, you know it can't even be a gas dryer if they have a gas dryer, and you know we'll just put that flex venting on versus the metal venting, yeah. and that flex venting gets hard and cracks, and now all the all the CO and everything's coming into the home. So yeah. it's very well, tough. Keep in mind that you know our homes are are that much more efficient nowadays, so there's not a lot of there's not a lot of air in a house which. All I'm saying is that carbon monoxide can't escape when it mm-hmm. when it goes into the house today. So in the house when you and I grew up in, they were very very leaky and old. Um, you know, you, you, you could get away with that for probably a little bit, but not in today's home. Too airtight. Well, know. and what we talked about last week a little bit, and we're not saying what they're growing in the basement, but we're seeing these black. Um, what do you, what is it? Greenhouse kind of structures are being put in a basement with a fan to draw air into them and then they have a tube to take the air out but they don't realize they're drawing so much air in that it is bringing carbon monoxide down their chimneys and back into the home which could be a gas fireplace could be a water heater it it could be a wood wood uh, fireplace Mm -hmm. but it's all that coming back in just to grow in the basement yeah. And really, the fans should be connected outside, drawing the air in, blowing it out, but it's too cold. So it will kill all the plants that are in the blackened out greenhouse mm-hmm. that we can't see what it is. We're not saying it's marijuana, but <laughs> most likely it's marijuana. <laughs> so we're just, but we understand the importance of that, but what they don't realize is they're putting themselves at risk. Yeah. We're having it monitored would all of a sudden start telling them we've got a problem. Exactly. And it would be nice to get fixed. You can, you can put one in your home, Steve? What, one of those black tent things? No. <laughs> no, I don't want to know about that. <laughs> you can just keep that. But a monitored system to look after your CO because you've got, you know, people living upstairs that, yes. that you love. You do love your daughter, don't you? Yes. Okay, well, <laughs> so you wouldn't monitor, make sure she's safe. Yes. And then two dogs. What's the dog's name? Three dogs, Peter. Three dogs. Three dogs. So when did the third one arrive? Oh, don't worry. Yeah, the third one's on the scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the name of the three dogs? The three dogs are uh, Ivy, Bane, and Harlow. Har- and is Harlow the new one? Harlow is the new one. What kind of dog is it? She's a cane corso mastiff, so uh, she'll be a big dog. Mm-hmm. So I should bring Tundra over to have a little play date. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, there's no, Lex understands the house has a three dog limit. No, I had a one dog limit. Well, yeah, yeah, that came and went. Yeah. yeah. If there's going to be another dog, then uh, I'm, I'm going to build a kennel in the back and move her out there. Yeah. 
And and this week was uh, rescue dog rescue day. Was we, happened we, we didn't need to rescue any dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's interesting. I'll have to get over and see these. You can always take another one, no? No, no one dog. <laughs> well, they're part of your life. They're like kids. Mm-hmm. So why aren't we protecting them? like kids by having things monitored and looked after. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people think they're more important than the kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that the case? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's feeling that now that he's got three. <laughs> three. Yeah. And three huge dogs. They'll be what, 120 uh, two, pounds? Two, two big dogs and one small dog. Yeah. <laughs> that small dog's running mm-hmm. the show? Uh, she was running the show before the third dog showed up, but now the other one's, yeah, yeah, they, it doesn't kind of work that way. <laughs> well, that's good. So we're going to talk more and more about this, but we got a couple of heating air questions we got to get to. Um, this is one. It suddenly got hot this week, and I haven't had my air conditioner maintenance done to, to open it up for the season. Is it safe to start my air conditioner before I do my annual maintenance? Yes, please start it um, because... Number one, you're going to find out if it works or not. Um, but also, just make sure that you um, take the cover off. If you've got the cover off, you may want to hose it down if it's dirty. Uh, start it. Let it run. Change your filter. Just simple things like that. Uh, and then, certainly, if you haven't had your rain, then get your maintenance book because now that it's turned hot, uh, our maintenance is going to push out. Well, and we had an emergency um, no-cool call this week. Right. From dad. <laughs> and he phoned and said, hey, I got this code on my thermostat. What's going on? So we ran over and they had construction in St. Thomas at their street all last year. And again, the um, most of the air conditioners now come with grills on them. So when they took the grills off, there was a quarter inch of, I don't know if you call it mud, dust or whatever, that it was on all the coils, so it's all four sides, from it drawing that dust from the construction in. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that shut his air conditioner down. So they took it off, power washed it, or washed it with the hose, cleaned it all out, put it all back together, and everything's great. But he has a Mitsubishi um, ductless for the um, porch. And I said, I bet you that one's just as bad, so we're going to schedule to go back and do the maintenance on that one and get it all cleaned up. But it, it surprised him. He sent me pictures to show me how bad he was. And uh, we sat it down with the whole office. But if you're getting construction in your neighborhood, you know, redoing the streets, putting in new curbs, that's all that was being done. It it can really play havoc with an air conditioner. And you may need a maintenance twice in the summer just to keep that unit clean and working. Yeah. So I had a question here, Steve. I, I'll, I'll read it. And... and give you a little bit. It says, as the Leafs are about to play, and we know they've already got their tea time booked, how do we get golf balls out of a vent? So, you know, that person doesn't think the Leafs are going to win. So they're saying that the Leafs already have their tea time booked, but they drop the golf ball down and duck. I refuse to answer that question on the grounds that you just, you really kind of slammed my Toronto Maple Leafs, so... You can answer that. Well, who's my team? Well, they've, they've already gone up and playing. <laughs> <laughs> They're already playing golf, you know. Nobody's, I, I, nobody's playing golf. <laughs> not, not, not true. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I laughed because I, I saw them on TV because they were playing Vancouver, you know, because Vancouver had to get in three games. I was like, we made the playoffs. <laughs> and, then, and I went, no, Montreal did. We didn't make it. And then I realized it was with them finishing the season. Out. But, yeah, sorry about that. Not really. You're not, so you're not going to answer that. Well, when we come back, we got to stop for a short message, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Welcome back. Now, Steve, that was Making It. Yeah. Don't remember that song? Making It. No, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, two good ones. According to you. (laughs) According to you. Now, I couldn't remember one of these are Vanessa's because she was with us, our office manager. Yes. But I couldn't remember out of the next two which one was hers. But I think it's the next one. Because when I look at the last one, Chucky's in Love. Oh, you know, by Ricky Lee Jones. I think that was mine. How did that even make the cut? <laughs> I think it was mine. And I heard it, started singing it, and we took a picture of it. So, so we'll see. Hers was Bob Seger, old-time rock and roll. I was, I was probably on my device, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Like you are most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> so how do we get a golf ball out of a, a vent when you drop it down? Uh, well, you go to the furnace because that's where it's going to end up. It's going to end up in the trunk line in the basement. So, uh, duck cleaning is the easy way. Um, you can cut your own hole in your ductwork if you want, but I don't know how you're going to patch it. And sheet metal is very sharp, so you're just you're best to let us find it. Um, and if there's a damper, it could get stuck at the damper, but most likely it'll find its way through. It'll yeah. go through the damper, but. First of all, why didn't you have a register over it? Well, I can understand that. Some, some people have registers. Um, the new decorative registers that you can buy for your home, they really they look beautiful. They really do. They don't really allow a lot of air through them. Mm. So sometimes, uh, especially not, not so much in the heating season, but in the cooling season, people will pull those off just to get as much air out of that register as they possibly can mm. because those other ones really do block a lot. Um, so I've seen it because I'm in a lot of homes. So hence, if if person's got a little putter up there, like you've got right here, and the <laughs> and the golf ball which is right there as well. And if they're sorry, I didn't need to tell the audience any putts in his office. <laughs> um, is uh, then then you can just you know if you happen to shank one, then you might just stick it down the down the vent. Yeah. Or maybe that's the golf hole for them. I don't know. Right? Well, what I'd be afraid of is, you know, if you have animals, a small dog or a cat could go down there, gerbil, you know, guinea pig. All of those could get down in there with that vent off, and, and that's not as Hopefully you're not pretty. letting your guinea pig or your gerbils run around the house. Well, the, the duck cleaning have found many things. Yes, they have. And you might explain to them the reason the putter is here is because of practice, because you're a terrible putter. It's bent. (laughs) It got bent one of those times when you're holding it and you're driving the golf cart. You can make any excuse you want. The proof is in the pudding. And, and, you know, we're sitting here, and it's right there. It's not like you can't miss it. (laughs) Yeah, so when you call in and I say, wait a minute, I'm just getting a couple of practice putts in, and then I... 
Okay. Chris, do you see the golf course? Golf club over there? <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the way it is. Okay. So, besides water, CO, what else does uh, security one, you know, you do security systems, yeah. obviously. Yeah, so burglary is usually uh, one of the first reasons we get a call, uh, unfortunately, but uh, we, we also, the systems can, you know, protect fire, uh, smoke detectors. Uh, carbon monoxide as they flood, as we talked about. And some of the neat features now is everything's controlled from a phone. So everyone has an iPhone. Oh, really? So uh, everyone wants to kind of control their home, you know, controlling the home, home automation. And I like to think it's a more practical automation we sell. You know, we don't need every light in the house going off and jazz music playing. Yeah. It senses your <laughs> elevated body temperature, so it you know, cools you down. It, it's more practical things. So, like, as soon as, you know, an example might be when, it, you know, the, the system's armed in away mode. Turn on, turn on a couple lights, and we can actually have a randomized sequence to make it look like you're home when you're not. Right. So practical things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, controlling your lights. We can also now tie in the thermostat. So that's a nice feature. Yeah. So not only just for convenience, because you can, you know, control the temperature. I'm on the way back from a vacation. It's the middle of December. You know, crank up the thermostat so it's nice and toasty when I come home. Like, those are some practical examples. But from a safety perspective, it's also nice because, you know, as I mentioned, that carbon monoxide alarm, that goes off. If your thermostat's also tied into the system, it'll send a message to your thermostat and say, hey, shut off the fan. So if there's a carbon monoxide alarm going on and there's carbon monoxide coming out of your basement, well, why do you want that thing blowing throughout the house? So it'll actually have the smarts to turn off the fan and, and potentially then shut on okay. turn on a light for you so you can find your way to the house. Now, you do quite a wide area mm -hmm. so that, you know, people who have cottages and things like that, yeah. th that, you know, that can be really... Absolutely, yeah. we, we service all across Ontario, cottage country, uh, four offices, uh, Leamington, London, Windsor, and Chatham are kind of our, our service hubs, but yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we'll, we'll go pretty much wherever your house yeah. is. And then, what, do you do camera systems? Yeah, yeah, Security One, we do uh, full-blown, and video surveillance is definitely becoming popular. It's obviously been... You know, a lot of those doorbell cameras that you see yeah. at, you know, the Best Buys and Costco's of the world, those have really kind of started a bit of a trend. And, you know, we, we use those as well, but those are just one element of the security system, right? You know, you know if the guy comes in your back door, your <laughs> front doorbell camera is not going to do a whole lot yeah. good to catch them. Yeah. So we supplement things of that nature. So we'll, we'll take, uh, you know, obviously intrusion devices like motion detectors, glass break sensors, um, window sensors that will go all across, you know, the, the home. Uh, so we offer 24-7 perimeter protection, you know, the full 360-degree protection. And is there one that, um, if it attracts motion, does it speak or say anything? It, we, we can offer elements of that. Uh, there's some pretty interesting creative ways yeah. uh, in which, uh, you know, the system will actually, our, our video surround camera will sense that you walk by it. And a lot of cameras, again, they're, they're higher up, right? So a lot of the footage, unfortunately, people get is the top of someone's yeah. head. So there's some creative uh, ways that we can actually upload a, an audio file to the camera. As soon as someone walks by, they'll maybe whistle or say a little noise. Yeah, so, they look, so, they look, so, so they look up at it, and then we get a face, uh, facial image of what uh, an interesting idea. Yeah. So, so you know where I'm thinking of this? Uh, where? The flurry carving. The water bowl. <laughs> so when the dogs walk up to get a drink, I can come on and say, welcome to the Flurry Water Bowl. Hope you enjoy the filter water. You have to shorten it up. Shorten, shorten it up. No. Shorten it up. Uh, that will be, you know, look at my intro here. It'll be, be just as long. Shorten it up. But, you know, all the dogs are coming out. I'd just like to say hello to them. So, <laughs> they got filtered and say, this is filter water. You know, business cards are on the left. <laughs> you know, so. 
Anyways, we've had a lot of dogs come by lately and drink out of that since I made it filter water. So there must be a lot of people listening. Oh, a lot of dogs. All right. You should see. And I was also thinking I could see if those Canadian geese showed up again. <laughs> and now I can turn dogs walking around. Well, I can turn my sprinkler on while they're there and get rid of them because my sprinkler's done by my phone now. So if I had a camera, I could solve the world's problems on Byron Boulevard. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Make sure. So you, you never know. You might have some animal activists after you, though, for chasing the geese away. Yeah, well, they can come and clean the mess up. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm chasing the geese away. Because it is, they do make quite a mess. I thought it was bad on a golf course. When it's in your own home, your own front yard, it's quite a mess. And I don't have a pool, so I don't know why they're there. <laughs> <laughs> they like the, they like the, the dog carving. Yeah, well, the filter water. We must really enjoy that. So a question that came in, said, Steve said, my AC shuts off. Within a few seconds of kicking in, what is the cause? So it kicks in, shuts off. Well, I think they're talking the outdoor unit. Oh. Turns on and shuts off? Yeah. And is it cooling the house properly or no. not? Okay. Uh, well, it sounds to me it could be a contactor, maybe, or something's going on. Maybe one of our service techs, but... Yeah, contactor compressor could be, yeah. but it, it's the, trying to start, doesn't start, shuts off. Was overheat. Now, it hasn't blown the breaker yet. Yeah. So, yeah. Yet, but it will. But contactor, if you have earwigs in it, and it will try to close on the earwig, which will kill it, and then the hard shell won't allow it to bring the electricity through. So you'll end up not starting yeah. or going on and off if it is pitted because of the earwigs and that. But I don't, yeah, you, that, that's, a, that's a service tax issue to figure that one out, but it's not as simple. So I stumped you? Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, I gave you a couple of answers. <laughs> Richard, Richard was listening, he'd call in and tell us. Yeah, armchair technician. Yeah. We miss Richard calling in because we do tape this on Thursdays, um, and Richard can't call in because he's out doing service calls. Now, I called Richard because I got a phone Called today by one of our commercial one of our commercial customers, and uh, they have five thermostats in this building, and uh, all these thermostats have gone to a, just a blue screen, uh, so you they couldn't interact with them at all, and it's not so customers saying so like what's going on? I just said I don't know. It looks like it's probably a software issue, it wouldn't be a thermostat problem because they're all doing it. So I told them just to them into a hard reset, like a computer, reboot it, and see what happens. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Just take those old records off the shelf. I said, listen to them by myself. Today's music ain't got the same song. I like that old time of rock and roll. Don't try to take me to a disco. Welcome back. A little old-time rock and roll. Bob Seger. That's Vanessa's song. That's a keeper. And then the best one to end it with Ricky Lee Jones. Whatever. Chucky's in love. No, not so much. <laughs> yeah, no, you don't like that one, Steve? No. Not really. So, what's the top three things uh, our listeners can do to help them in this hot weather that we're having? 
Top three things, I change their filter, number one. Yeah. Uh, make sure the batteries in the thermostat are changed as well, if they still have batteries. Not to make thermostats with batteries these days, but um, they can hose off their air conditioner and um, just make sure that it's clear of any debris or anything. Make, you know, cut those shrubs back from them so it has an ability to breathe. Um, Shut the humidifier down. Turn the humidifier off. Yeah. And make sure the damper is turned from winter to summer mm -hmm. so that we're not short cycling cold air. Yep. Take the, uh, make sure the air conditioner cover is off the air conditioner. Well, that, that's no. a long time ago. Maybe. <laughs> but I still wonder why people, as you heard me as I'm driving around King Card, and I said, look, they still got the air conditioner cover. You know, <laughs> they got to take that off. Should be off by now. Okay. Because somebody will forget. Somebody will say, it's hot in here and flip that thermostat to cool, and that cover will be on. And if it's a newer unit, it, it has protection in it. If it's an older unit, it can kill that compressor before they know it. Are your, um, Chris, are your systems, like, do they interact with, do they, you know, there's platforms these days like mm -hmm. Google Home and Alexa and that stuff. Yeah. Does your, do your systems interact with those? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, we actually, uh, the new Residio platform actually has a native integration with Alexa. Yeah. So you can control it right with your voice, uh, you know, right from your phone. Um, so, so all that really, the home automation is a big piece these yeah, days too, for, right? for sure. Yeah. And a native integration is important because it's not as, you know, there's a lot of, you know, platforms out there will say it'll work with them, yeah. but, you know, getting it to work together really is, you know, not exactly seamless. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we could get everyone we put in to play the radio show at 9 o'clock <laughs> on every Saturday. It would just automatically come on. And, that's right. We could increase our listening audience. <laughs> this is a great idea. Okay. So, yes. So, yes. The Alexa platform obviously is built right in the Ecobee thermostat, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't know what Honeywell and Residio have, but, but they, they cover both platforms as well. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's a connection with Google. I know Alexa is their native uh, oh, platform, okay. platform, but um, and the, the home automation technology is Z-Wave. So Z-Wave, I call it like Bluetooth for the home. Uh, so it's oh, a secure okay. technology. It doesn't rely on your internet because a lot of the things you'll buy from you know the big box stores will use Wi-Fi. Um, but you know if you do that bandwidth. It uses, yeah, it uses up your internet bandwidth a little bit, but more, the bigger concern is uh, cybersecurity. So uh, if someone can get on your network, and you see these horror stories on the news, right? You put in a Wi-Fi camera you got from the big box store, and some guy now is just hacked into your network and watching your kids. Or, yeah, you know, and who knows what, what, yeah. what's going on there. So, so having an encrypted technology like Z-Wave is really important. Uh, and you know, just using a reliable camera manufacturer, someone who adheres to the cybersecurity protocols is important. Right, just so they can't get hacked. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's a big concern. And are those, so do those uh, particular items, do they, are there updates that are pushed down to those devices? Yeah, exactly. So they are connected. Uh, there is an option to, to obviously have connectivity to a network that is encrypted, but they can, again, get software updates as needed. And I guess that's the nice thing with, you know, technology. There's always new features, right? So yeah. in, in the hardware itself doesn't necessarily have to be replaced. It's just, you know, do another download of the latest version, you know, 6.2, and you're going to get that, all those latest features that have been developed. That's, that's really interesting. Now, service, you know, we're big on service, looking after our customers. Yeah. Do you have 24-hour service? We, 100%. 24-hour service, and we include a lifetime warranty with the system. So, basically, you put this system in, you never have to worry about it, you know, besides changing the batteries for every, you know, five to six years. Uh, that's that's uh, pretty much the only maintenance. 
and on the battery thing, you would get it. You would know that the batteries need to be exactly, and you could push that to the customer to say exactly. So some of the benefit of it being monitored is we maintain you know the supervision of the maintenance of the system too. Right. So again, if the battery dies or you have an interference on your your network of some sort, we're going to know about that. So to our listeners, you're starting to hear the reason why we partner together, because we're hearing a lot of the same things you hear about Roy Inch, you're hearing about Security One, the yeah. same things that you know I talk about and Steve once in a while talks about that Chris and I are talking about all the time, yeah. you know, that we're trying to make sure this all happens. And, and it's important because, you know, I'll give an example that I had this week. So... I phoned in because my internet was running slow and uh, one of the big box or big companies said, you need to upgrade your system. Mm -hmm. So, okay, fine, let's do it. So they send me the stuff, I put it all in. My internet's still running slow. Mm -hmm. So I get on the phone with them the other night and it was a 30 to 50 minute wait. So I hit, I'll wait. I'm not waiting for the phone call back. So finally, after an hour, they come on. I talked to them a little bit, and they said, okay, we'll be right back to you. <laughs> an hour later, I decided, you know what? I might as well just lie down on the couch. I just put the phone to my ear. Mm-hmm. Well, I fell asleep because it was so long. I don't know how long it was before they came back on because when I woke up at 2 in the morning, mm-hmm. they weren't there. But the compu- the TV was working now. Mm-hmm. So... I just kept thinking, is this what they get when they call Roy Inch? And I'm going, no. Mm-hmm. But that's how bad, you know, I thought I must have been on hold three hours yeah. trying to get what something fixed. Exactly. And I just thought, you know, that's the difference between your company and our company. You're not going to be on hold for three hours to try to get something resolved. Exactly. Yeah, and they're not sending a technician down from, you know, four hours away. Yeah. You know, we have local technicians. Right. Exactly. So, Steve, do you want to give, uh, since I know your team's playing, <laughs> you want to give uh, kind of uh, what you think, three, four games, you know, five games? What do you think? Uh, well, I I don't know. I really, I don't know. I'm I'm not going to call it. I'm just. You're not very confident in your team. I think that the I think that the North Division is a very strong division, and um, mm-hmm. any one of those four teams. Coming, any one of those four teams coming out would represent the North well. So I'm not, listen, I want the Leafs to go all the way. Who doesn't? I mean, maybe you. <laughs> but I just, I'm not, I'm not comfortable enough just to, to say 100% that, that that's going to happen. So are you still complaining over the Gretzky, you know, goal when Gilmore got the penalty? You still, you know, is that still hurt you in the heart? You know, that's, that's Let's be honest. Goaltending wins hockey games. So uh, there's a lot of good goaltenders playing this year. Look at Mark Andre Fleury crying out loud. Look, mm-hmm. he's he's hot again. Yeah. He, he gets in the playoffs and he turns into a superhero. So there's just like stuff like that. Um, I'm just not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna just sit back and watch. Mm-hmm. Mark Andre's like the Dan Peterson curling team. Mark Andre's not a sandbagger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sure he does all season, and then he turns it on. That's what that's what we do. So, (laughs) so if you need service, we do have on-call service uh, for our members, our customers who purchase from us over the holiday weekend here. 
Um, if you're not a, a member of us or a customer of ours, there could be a waiting period because we look after our members and advantage and our customers first before we will go and look after somebody who's a brand new customer. Uh, are you on call this weekend? I am. So if you need a sales call, you just ask for Steve, and Steve will come out all weekend. If you're doing a pick list, you want to call me, I'll be at Mackey's on Sunday getting my fries that's and stuff. Great to know. Yeah. Good to know. If I don't pick up, that's the only reason I'm at Mackey's. Or Friday night, I'll be cutting the grass. That'll do. Other than that, you can get a hold of me anytime you want. Okay. What's your plans for the holiday weekend, Chris? I don't know. It's probably cleaning up around the house like we always do. It just seems like there's not a whole lot of activities uh, to, to get done. But uh, I really wish the golf courses were open. So that would have been, uh, would have been nice to get out there. It's a nice weather. Yeah. Well, soon, hopefully, what, June yeah. 3rd? June, June 2nd? No, no. no. Mid-June. Okay, you wait and see. That's that's your call, mid June. Yeah, mid June, my call. Yeah. Uh, we may we may have to take Roy into a different province. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to move out if they keep doing this. But, I mean, we've been lucky. We've we've kept everybody employed and hired more people. Yeah. So you know, I I I look at some of the whether it's the restaurants or but some of these that have to shut down. I feel pretty pretty sad. Yeah. of how they're going to survive, but but I support all the restaurants. Mm -hmm. I do a lot of eating out, picking up Bernie's at the end of the street, mm -hmm. Angels. You know, when I went to Archie's the other day. Yeah. So, well, anyways, it's just everybody look after all of our local companies because they really they really need our business and need our service. Mm -hmm. um, we're caring for our heroes. We've got uh, our free Priority Plus membership for first responders, the military, and teachers. So make sure you ask the guys if you're a teacher or a first responder or a veteran or in the military, make sure you mention to the guys when they're out, as well as we have a 10% off any product or service as well for our first responders. We've got our $119 Advantage special that's going on. You can get a furnace and air, worry-free heating and cooling for $119 a month. Uh, no money down, no additional charge for any repairs, and you get 24-7 emergency service. We got our seasonal special. You can get your furnace and air conditioner tuned up and save $60. And we have, you can get a water heater for as low as. Um, 1985 a month. Yes, I did check that. And I, I want to end the show with this real special note that came in. So see, beautiful colored note. It says, Peter, just a little something I found along my travels and uh, uh, stopped and thought of you. Perhaps you and Steve can have the office version when you can't make it on the ice, have a great day. And that was from Candace from CVD Photography. And she gave us tabletop curling. So I told her we're going to have the best of seven game <laughs> with the tabletop curling. If you want to put that at Facebook Live. And we will announce it to, like next week on who won that tournament. Because you say you're so good at curling, we'll see. 
So I'll practice for a few days, and then I'll bring you in, and we'll, we'll try that. And just go call. Okay, no, you don't get to practice. Just throw yeah. But I wanted to thank Candace for that, for bringing that in. I want to give Chris, I'll give you a minute here just to talk about uh, Security One. And, and sure. Well, you know, I guess we've been talking a lot about leak detection and carbon dioxide. So um, I, I, is it okay if I announce a little bit of a context, yeah. maybe for the viewers? Uh, I definitely uh, wanted to you know, give back a little bit and, and think if we can put together a package for the first five um, listeners who reach us on Facebook, we're going to give them a free leak detection system. Nice. Wow. So, again, that's uh, up to a $1,000 value. So you get a variety of different sensors for your basement. Uh, you can get a carbon monoxide sensor for, for uh, protecting uh, your loved ones or pets. So uh, just reach us on Facebook, securityonealarm.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, just Google us. You know, we pride ourselves in our five-star Google reviews, so you'll be able to read lots of those. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, appreciate the, uh, the conversation today. It's been, it's been awesome. Steve, put your phone down. <laughs> he's already he's already in there trying to get one. <laughs> so, but uh, no, well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the partnership. We're going to see this grow, yeah. and it's going to be great to look after all of our uh, customers and everybody. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. You can get a hold of us in Sarnia at 519-786-2373. Woodstock, 519-533-6057. We're always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. As we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. Mm -hmm.